uh, wondering. Uh, hey, let's welcome to the show uh, the defined treasure of this great state of Illinois, uh, Treasurer Mike Furrick's joining us. Hello, Good morning, sir. Treasurer. Good morning. How are you? Be with you in these crazy times. Oh wow! Is it? Are you? Are you? Putting ho- it mildly. Are you working from home? I am working from home. The great irony that uh, seems like you've got time off, and my phone rings more today than it did uh, before the coronavirus. <laughs> it, it, you are offering, and I want to get clarification on it, which is why I want you on the show. You're offering small business bridge loans, or, pe- or you're letting people know they're eligible for these. I was wondering if you could explain. Uh, how they work and what it does. For example, if I own, say Greg and I own a restaurant, we own Ray and Greg's uh, Hotcakes. Delicatessen. Mm-hmm. Maybe we own, or, I'm sorry, Greg says oh, it's no. a delicatessen. Be- better yet, baked potato bar. All right. Ray and Greg's baked potato I'll bar. I'll tell you right now, I'd be much more into pancakes. Right. But, See, uh, I think uh, that's a few hours. Did you notice that my, my idea was the hotcakes? But, Come on. But, uh, so say, say this is a tough time. Now we have to, uh, we can't be open. Right. Uh, we've got employees. We can do we can do carry out and window and curbside. Yeah, but, but we, we know that business will be picking pancakes up. Pancakes don't carry out so well. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yes, we know that business will be okay once we get out of this. Um, how is the state of Illinois going to help us? Well, that's the question we're asking. Uh, you know, I've been mildly inconvenienced uh, during the shutdown, but nothing like those people who serve in the hospitality industry mm-hmm. who have been told they have to close their doors. Sure, some businesses do okay with a drive-through or carry-out, but others are hurting far worse. And we ask ourselves in the Treasurer's Office, what can we do? As the chief investment officer and chief banker for the state, we invest money. And what I'm hearing from people and their heartbreaking stories, people who put their lives with their uh, their fortunes into their restaurant, into their bar, into whatever, are saying, you know, I have to let lay people off. I may have to shut down. I have no money coming in. They need access to capital. Unfortunately, that's what we have. So we've announced we're putting a quarter billion dollars into community banks and credit unions for lower interest loans to help them through this tough time. Did um, so you you are putting the money in the banks. Are you asking the banks then to consider businesses like Ray and Greg's Hotcakes uh, to help them out? I mean, how do you influence what the banks approve? It's called a linked deposit program. Okay. So our deposits are linked to loans they make that meet certain criteria. We've been doing this for decades. The best example is our Ag Invest program, when a Bank must make a loan to a, a farmer to purchase a combine for some land, an operating loan. Um, we will put a deposit in that bank for the same amount that they are lending to the farmer. We've done over $4 billion in that program over the years. So the structure was in place. We're proposing the same thing, that we'll put money into the banks, but they have to lend it out under three criteria. Uh, one is they have to be Illinois-based. We know people are hurting in the states, but that's not really our problem at the state level. Uh, they have to have been directly impacted by COVID, COVID-19. So they have to business shut down or severely diminished because of it. And they have to be a small business. We're not looking for major bailouts of big corporations, uh, but more family-run businesses. So they have to have less than a million dollars in assets or less so than a million dollars. You're not bailing out over- like Wendy's. You're bailing out a little mom-and-pop a restaurant. What What are the terms of these uh, bridge loans? 
So um, I'm the chief banker for the state of Illinois, but we don't run a state bank. We like to partner with our community banks, with our credit unions. And so the individual banks will put out the terms, but we offer a near zero interest deposit to the banks okay. so they can pass on those savings to their customers. So this is this is so that the so in other words, the bank is loaning the same amount of money that you guys have put in. Correct. And they, so the, that the, way the deposit is linked to the loan. OK, so the bank can charge lower interest to these companies, to these businesses, because the loan has been backed by you guys. Does that make sense? Is it, yeah. So, yeah. So normally a, a bank has money to loan out because people put money in the banks. Yeah. Know, CDs, deposits, whatever, and they make their money by that spread between what they're paying for the money and what they're getting for the money they loan out. By offering uh, to accept a lower interest rate on our deposits, it allows them uh, the spread to lower the interest they charge to these businesses that have really been just put in limbo by coronavirus. Mm -hmm. And some of the stories are heartbreaking, um, and I don't really hear them being discussed at the federal level. You know, there's a lot of talk about bailing out the cruise industry or the airlines. But what we're trying to do is to fill that gap for those small businesses out there, keep them afloat so that when we're able to go back out and eat at our restaurants, there'll be pent-up demand, and they'll be able to have employees serve us. Treasurer, um, there's no question Illinois has a, a financial problem on their hands that's compounded even more by the economic downturn that we're going to expect. Where, where's mm -hmm. the money coming from for this? Well, we have money that we invest. Even at the worst of times, we've had billions of dollars to invest because Illinois has a bunch of different checkbooks. Right, you're aware that we have a bill backlog in our general fund, right. but there were 700 different state funds that have right. fund balances. And there's and tens of billions of dollars invest. spread in all of those, right? Yeah. I, we, I mean – before this sort of crisis, uh, we estimate between 13 to $14 billion we have to invest. Uh, we try and keep part of that liquid, but some of it uh, we can invest longer term. And we think that a lot of these businesses just basically need a bridge loan to get them through this tough time so that they can keep their employees around and they can reopen when we're able to go back to their businesses. Now, outside of this, this loan program, uh, talk a bit about the financial impacts of this economic downturn uh, from, you know, small businesses not being able to operate for uh, until April 7th or so. Uh, what is that? What is that doing to the state's books? What is that? Uh, you, you have a keen, you know, understanding of the state's money being uh, the, the, the treasurer. Uh, what do you anticipate happening to Illinois budget for the coming fiscal year? Not just for the coming fiscal year, but years ahead i mean it took a while for states and local governments to dig out of the the 2008 recession i don't even know what we're going to experience uh here in the next few weeks months ahead or even years ahead what do you anticipate happening well we have a better idea in the next few weeks but it's the months ahead that are uncertain you know the one thing i think is certain is the u.s economy is going into recession that it's going to hurt the question is how painful you hear People talking about 20% unemployment. You're talking 30% unemployment. Uh, there's some people say, oh, well, by April 7th, people will go back to work. And people are just saying, no, we're talking months. They're talking about canceling the Olympics in midsummer. The convention are making plans to move back. And those happen in July. 
And so if this continues for three or four months, it's going to have a severe impact on our budget. Is this? But it's clear there's going to be an impact. There is less money coming in for sales tax revenue right now. Um, we see you know, nearly a quarter of, of the value of the stock market lost over the last month. That has a big impact on our pension funds. And our pension funds are going to emerge from this, and it's hard to believe a worse place than they were before, and they were in a bad place before. So it's clear that when the General Assembly finally is able to meet in person or when they find a way to meet remotely, uh, the budget and finding some way to balance this is going to be the number one priority and it's not going to be easy. Is there concern that a lot of uh, mom and pop or a lot of small businesses that they might never recover from this? Uh, well, there's always that concern, but we're hoping to help them avoid that. I mean, the, the legislature is aware of this. Uh, I've worked with senators and Republicans on this who've heard from their constituents and came and said, what can we do to help these people? Uh, Mike Murphy in Springfield has been great to work with because – you want to talk about serving pancakes yeah, my and running a, a restaurant? Place, yeah. He's someone who knows about this. Um, and he's someone who doesn't care if we're different parties, is trying to find solutions to help his constituents. So and people, we're, so, we're happy to work with anyone who, who cares about small businesses in the state, who cares about working people in the state. I think we're able to do this because we don't suffer as much from partisanship, partisan gridlock, as you're seeing at the federal level. So people have these restaurants that once things get back to normal, we're we're confident that people will start coming to the restaurant again and they'll start making a living. Uh, that's why we have these bridge loans to help cover them through this downtime. Correct. Uh, but, you know, they go to local banks. And the bankers make some of these decisions. If, uh, if Ray and Greg's Pancake House wasn't, <laughs> yeah. wasn't making it work before the, By the way, we, we changed it, may, it to it Ray's Pancake House and Potato Bar. Yeah. So just, just <laughs> make it. It's, it's the well, Pancake House and Potato in, Bar. In, in the morning and in the afternoon. <laughs> yes. Right. We got to cover. Who would eat pancakes three meals a day. <laughs> and I like the alliteration of Hot Cake House, but that's just me. <laughs> Uh, so we're saying that, that the bridge loan would help keep them afloat during all this. But but I guess a good point. If it was already failing in normal times, you, uh, we can't really be confident that it's going to, uh, you know. But if it was really doing well and then all of a sudden this hit, um, we're confident that it will do well again at another time in the future. Yeah, I, I think so. And this is up to the, the bankers who make loans. Uh, as part of their business. Uh, this is not just free money we're giving away, but they're lower interest loans. You still need to be able to qualify for a loan. Uh, but I, the projections about how long this go, go on vary, but I haven't heard anyone say that this is going to be the new norm forever. Right. We are going to get back to normal. Uh, the question is how long it's going to take, how difficult it's going to be, and what sacrifices we're going to have to make. But you know, I think a lot of people talk about this like going to war, and we should see it a similar way. Instead of fighting a foreign enemy or foreign army, we're fighting a, a foreign virus that's infecting our bodies. Well, I, they I take it seriously, but there are going to be sacrifices uh, to win this war. I appreciate you know the bipartisanship you're showing during this. I, I appreciate um, so much. I think that this is a wonderful idea, and we're going to keep a lot of these small businesses afloat. I don't see anything wrong with this. I wish you luck. I hope a lot of people take advantage of it, and I hope the banks play along like they're supposed to, and— uh, that we get back to normal as soon as possible. And and I also appreciate your comments on the pension uh, because I never realized, I, 
hadn't thought about that. Oh, How yeah. many of these pensions they put yeah. the money into the stock market and with the stock market? It's, oh boy, it's going to be tough. Yeah. Uh, one one quick last question here, um, Treasurer Ferrix. Uh, you know the the federal government's working on a package of sorts. Uh, you know they they they're working on the the. Uh, <clears throat> You know, sick pay, for instance, uh, they're trying to craft something that could pass today to send stimulus checks to impacted employers and employees as well. Uh, but there's also this uh, small business administration loan program that they're looking in. I don't know all the details, but from what I understand is if they keep employees on, it turns into a grant, essentially, uh, instead of it being mm-hmm. a loan that they have to pay back. Uh, so how does that differ from what you're offering and uh, should you know people be weighing all those considerations and and looking what what best works for them in their situation? Oh, most certainly. Uh, part of the reason we're doing this is because we've seen some of the partisan gridlock at the federal level slowing things down at a time when people are struggling. And if you're a major airline with the ability to issue your own debt, if you have billions of dollars in reserves, you can make it a week or two or perhaps a month. Uh, but if you're a small business that, you know, um, doesn't have huge reserves, has difficulty uh, finding finding a loan, we want to offer something for them. Quite frankly, if this federal stimulus passes and they put a lot of money and focus on small businesses, they may make our loan program unnecessary. And and that's okay. Uh, we don't have to have the, the solution long-term for these businesses, but there needs to be a solution. And in the meantime, this is, we think, the best tool we can offer to help them out. Treasurer Frick, as, as always, we thank you for being on. We always love when you join us on the show. And I know with these tough times, it's good to hear a reassuring voice. Uh, our- and, and, and can we get a um, yes or a no right now <laughs> as to if you will cut the ribbon on Ray's hot cakes and potato bar. Ray and Greg's hot cakes well, and potato well, bar. You just, I, I was going to say, you just dropped out Greg there. I know. Hey, well, <laughs> I, was sure to, I was sure to put that back in. So will you cut the ribbon if we can get this thing up and going? I will cut the ribbon Yay! if I can have one of the first hotcakes. There you go. Oh, come hotcakes. Oh, all right. I'm penciling you in. Changing minds already. I'm penciling you in. Because I'm going to say, if you're keeping this morning radio gig, you guys might want to consider some like lunch and dinner restaurants. <laughs> That's free advice. Right on. Thank right you, on. Treasurer Frerix. As appreciate always, it. Uh, we pre- it seems like now's a great time to open a business. Thank you, sir. We appreciate you joining us. Oh, Thank my you God. Both. Have a great morning. Stay safe. You too. We'll be back. Mike Wenmacher going to join us with the Sports 411 in just a second. Don't go anywhere. This hour of the Ray Light.